Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. We are going to discuss how to shift the Thanksgiving energy and give some good to others. Jeff has a way that you can prevent porch pirates, well, at least he thinks, and I owe Jeff an apology. We were a house divided last week and he was right. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Thursday, November 17th. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I'm grateful for the check engine lights that are on in cars. The warning lights. The warning lights. Or yeah, I guess whatever they are. Because Callie had a couple pop up on her car. She had to switch cars the other morning because hers... Or one of her warning lights came or like all, all of, of them came, came on. All of them came on. And it occurred to me that before there were warning lights, you would just be driving your car around and all of a sudden it would just like fall apart. Well, like Flintstone style, the, t- the tires would just fly off and it would bump. And well, it would that actually there. kind of happened to me one time, which is why I'm really, really skeptical about driving any car when there's a warning light on because I, in college I had a car that um, right, like all the lights came on when I was on the freeway and then the car shut down completely. And I like had no gas, I had um, no brakes. Like I lost complete control of the car. And I was like in the far left lane of a five lane, five lane, like a 10 lane freeway. That's horrifying. It was awful. And I finally got over to the side of the road and before the car just completely, there were no lights left. There were no, like it died. And we found out later that, uh, the engine had melted and it was shutting down the car when all those lights came on. So now it's happened twice in my current car. And while I don't think the engine is melting, I mean, I had to scrap that car for $200. Like it was worthless after the engine melted because replacing an engine. Like- now, did you, did, a question about that. Did you ignore, was there a, a, an oil change light on that you ignored for no. a, a year and a half before that? No. Or uh, a no coolant warning or something that you're like, I, you know what? That's no. probably not an important one. Nope, I didn't ignore it, and it came up, and then it my car was, you know, gone. Apparently, we we went through a lot to figure out what happened to the car, and apparently, um, the car manufacturer there's a part that keeps like your engine kind of held together or a top on your engine kind of, and most companies that use a plastic version of it just replace it every time they you know, work on your car. Uh, this company doesn't and they don't have to. Um, and it was a part that slipped and fell off and then like got down in somewhere. It shouldn't be in like, I don't melted. know if it got down or if it, the car just needed to like have that secure so it wouldn't overheat. Um, I don't know, but they said that, you know, we hired like a private non-dealer 
Did you get mechanic? Did, you did a you did an autopsy on your dead car. We did an autopsy on my dead car because I mean, having a car that comp- like engine melting is like yeah. you got to be really sure before you go pay for a new engine for a car. Like that's not a an oil change. Yeah, that's like a quality used car. Yeah, amount of price. So, anyways, yeah, I'm super paranoid, but I'm grateful for the lights. But as soon as they come on, I mean, I was driving to work. Ten of them came on at the same time, and my immediate thought is, my car's about to die. My car's dying. My car's dying. My car's dying. But I was still decently close to home, so I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna. It's I. It's you know, it's a good day for a 30 degree walk back to my house from yeah. here if the car dies. Well, I didn't want it to happen on the freeway, yeah. you know? So I was trying to avoid that and like be smart and be responsible instead of brushing it off. Uh, but I will say, and I don't know if I told you this or not, I can't remember, but I parked, I was like, okay, well, I don't want to wake Jeff and Ellie up. And the reason I would wake Jeff and Ellie up if I came back is if the dogs go berserk because um, they don't know what's going on and it's out of my routine. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to open the garage door because I don't need them freaking out. Like I need to be able to like immediately quiet them down. So I come, I park in the garage, in the driveway, uh-huh. come through the front door. Yep. The dogs don't even get off the couch. <laughs> they didn't see anything. They heard someone coming in the front door and didn't even. Did move. they even come look around the corner and be no, like, no. oh, it's mom. Nope. <laughs> That's funny. Nothing. I think we need to fire our guard dogs because yeah. I was a little disappointed. I'm like, you guys, this is not part of the routine. Someone comes in the front door in the middle of the night, you bark. The end of the check engine light story is me. So Cali switched cars. I got up this morning and twice drove around for 20 minutes each time just to get them to go back on so we could take it to the garage or mechanic, whatever it's called. Your car is working fine. No check engine lights. But I did take a picture of what was happening. Yeah. So we could take it to the car place and be like, hey, these are all the lights that I got. Well, they're literally all the lights. Like it's going to be a short in the system. Is is, Or like a knocked sensor. Or sensor. Or something like that. Yeah. But But it's just disconcerting. it's, It's been my experience that they like to see it when it's happening. So I, I drew, I, went to the mechanic and I drove a mile this way, then turned around and came back. Then I drove a mile this way and turned around. I, I made a, a four leaf clover around the mechanic, just waiting for it to happen. You're not but, giving Ray enough credit though. Cause usually we go to places yeah. that like don't care enough to look into it. But I feel like Ray, our pet boys go-to guy yes. would be like, Oh, a challenge. Let yes. me figure out what's going on. It's a good you know? po- valid point. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for, I had something in my head. What was it? Not our guard dogs. Not our guard dogs. Not your car this week. Um, Ray the mechanic? No, I mean, I am grateful for Ray. Dang it. I forgot what I was going to say. Huh. Grocery carts? I am grateful for grocery carts, actually. Mm-hmm. They're very nice. And you know what I've stopped doing that I feel like is a very adult thing is when you realize you succumb to the cart instead of the basket an overflowing or heavy basket. And I used to always do that basket by default. And then I'd put a thing of milk in there. And then my arm would be like red, oh, yeah, yeah. sore, throbbing. Yeah. Now I just go straight for the card. Even if I'm getting like two things. All right. We got our pictures with Santa back with Ellie and I owe a little bit of an apology to Jeff. And I want to challenge the, um, the social norm that your kid should be sitting on Santa's lap. 
Now, we were a house divided before Santa photos because I think that, you know, Ellie should toughen up. She can sit on there for two seconds, sit on Santa's lap and be fine. Ellie, Jeff thinks that Ellie should be able to warm up, be herself, and he doesn't want her to be scared. And while I totally... Well, the scared thing doesn't bother me as much as the forcing. It's the same thing. Like, she gets scared and it makes her upset, and you don't want to force her to do it when she's upset. Yeah. Yeah, so my point is, we were sitting there, and we have, like, five... But I I don't want to come across as one of those parents who's, who's... Oh, if it makes my kid uncomfortable, I'm not going to make him do it. Like, no, she has to, like, I want her to be one of those, like, we have company come over to the house when she's old enough to do this. I want her to, you know, greet them, even if there are guests, Mm -hmm. look them in the eye when she says hello. And I will, you know, enforce something like that or brush your teeth before bed. Mm -hmm. But it's this, the, the. If she's crying, I, it just weirds me. It just, it's a protective thing. Like, I, why would I, she's upset. Why am I going to set her on a stranger's lap? Yeah. So, and I feel like that's pretty common. I feel like, you know, kids crying on Santa, it's like fun, funny. We all, we make fun of it. I mean, I don't really, but you know, it's like, a, oh, did you get the screaming picture? Like, you know, kind of joke. And I was getting irritated during our session. We had like five minutes with Santa, if that, and I was so stressed out. I'm like, we're not going to get the photo. We're not going to get Ellie with Santa. And Jeff was like, Callie, let her warm up because Ellie, it's who she is. She likes to get to know what she's doing and then she'll decide how she feels about it. Um, and we, I was pretty- We had a, the neighborhood party over the weekend and we were all walking down, Callie, Ellie and I. It was at the end of the block. We had a cul-de-sac or whatever. And we got about- two driveways away from where the party was and Ellie just stopped and she stood there and, and we waited for her for a second. Then Callie and I both went cause we were carrying things. We had to sit on the table and we just kind of went to the group of people and we watched Ellie and she just kind of stood there, looked, looked at everybody, looked around, looked around. And after, I don't know, three minutes, five minutes, she says, okay. And then she walks down and joins the party. So we didn't have like the luxury of time with our, our Santa shoots as you don't anywhere you go. You know what I mean? It's like, they got to keep the line moving and stuff like that. Got to make that much spirit of Christmas. Make that money. (laughs) Make that money. No, it's just your time. You know, I was kidding. Yeah. Okay. So, um, she, I was getting irritated during our time with Santa because Jeff was like, you know, like holding Ellie and like trying to get her to warm up and trying to all of this stuff. And I'm thinking like, Oh my gosh, we don't have time for this. We don't have time for this. We don't have time for this. We got the photos back. They are pure magic. And the ones that are magic are the ones where she's just being Ellie and we're not forcing her. Like she's on Santa's lap for two, which I set her on Santa's lap and she, you can tell that she's sad, but in the ones where she was standing there staring at Santa it's the most magical photo. I mean, I saw it and immediately started crying because you know what we uh-huh. have now is we have a frozen moment in time of Ellie being exactly who she is. Yeah. And so we can, like, that's a part of her personality. So we didn't get our kid screaming on Santa's lap, but that's not who she is. And that's not what I would want to remember about this time. What I want to remember is how 
thoughtful she is. Like she thinks about everything and likes to soak it in. And I want to remember that about her. So I'm sorry, Jeff, that I was like so stressed about getting the Santa on the lap photo. Um, but it just, the pictures where she's looking at Santa with curiosity is they're just beautiful. Um, and our photographer is amazing for catching that. And I think you're onto something. Let and the it, kids be who they are. And it was real. It was, it, it's just super cute. Cause she's holding her little dog. Bobby made Bobby, the photos. Everybody Bobby, knows Bobby now. Yeah. Bobby made the photos and, but she's holding Bobby the way little kids hold like by his One arm. arm. Yeah. You know, so it looks like a Norman Rockwell Christmas card type thing, you know, like the old school, yeah. you know, the Norman Rockwell paintings or whatever. Um, it's really sweet. But, but shout out to Corey Johnson for capturing those moments. And Jeff, I'm sorry that I doubted you. And I think the best pictures were when we just let her stand there and look around and kind of like notice Santa anyway. So challenge to anybody who, you know, hasn't had Santa photos yet. If you're doing that, let your kid be who they are. It's it, a great moment to capture. It would actually be really cool. I, I know it is a business, so it, it, it would be tough to probably execute profitably, but the room Santa was in, he was in his little Santa chair and there's a Christmas tree and some Christmas decorations. If we had more time, it would have been neat to just walk in there with Ellie and watch her and photograph her exploring everything. Mm -hmm. Cause you yeah. know, she would have walked up to the tree and then saw an ornament that she recognized yeah. and been like oh, snowflake or, yeah. you know, yeah, but it was awesome. Um, shout out to our awesome photographer, Corey Johnson, for capturing the magic. It was so cool. I saw an article that, that was giving advice on how you can avoid being the victim of a porch pirate this holiday season. Oh, okay. And their advice was, I, I think the advice was all, I mean, it was fine. But something popped into my head that I think could be a game changer, that I think for a small investment, you could, you'll, you, you don't even have to lose sleep over it. You don't even have to worry about it. Here's their, their advice. The advice in this article was, was uh, type in the note. When you place an order, type in the notes and ask people to bring stuff around back. And uh, if, if your delivery service offers an option or if the, your retailer offers an option to do a local pickup, do that instead, you know. Yeah, man. that's a pain. Yeah. Here's what you do. Get yourself, somebody should actually sell these, but get yourself a box, a shipping box from a high-end store. Or just print a sticker that like that says Apple or something on mm -hmm. it. Or Louis Vuitton or who else? What are other big Neiman yeah. Neiman Marcus? And you you put a box on your porch with that logo on it and you just put stuff in it that you know garbage put another box in there it doesn't matter put some put your baby's dirty diapers in there yes <laughs> well you need to be able to use it throughout the holiday season oh okay the trick is you got to find a box that's not so big that it looks like a joke but it's big enough that a person is can only carry one mm -hmm. because i doubt these porch pirates are running back and forth. You so know? you're saying provide them with a most attractive option. Yep. A decoy. Mm. A dummy. Mm -hmm. A fake. Okay. And then they'll take that. Nobody like that. It's not like they're they're in the car, you know, 
and they're opening it up and going, oh, look what I just got. They're uh, in a hurry. They're throwing it in their car and they're taking off at 100 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. They're going to be, it's going to be hours later before they realize that they got a literal box full of baby poop. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. What's the easiest way to tell the difference between a chicken and a turkey this month? The chickens are the ones celebrating Thanksgiving. Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. I don't want to alarm anyone, but I'm going to. It is the end, well, close to the end of November. So it is holiday time. It is time to find gifts for everyone you love. Now, I am officially at the age where I am excited about getting socks underwear, t-shirts for Christmas. That's what I want for Christmas. I want to be comfy. I want to be cozy and I want everything to be convenient, right? Well, Bombas makes the perfect gifts for everyone on your list, even your pickiest friends, even your relative that has everything because their clothes are exceptionally soft, super comfortable, but they also give back to those in need with every single purchase. You can feel good about a purchase and where your money is going this holiday season. Bomba socks, underwear, t-shirts, and slippers are super cozy upgrades to everyday basics, and they're the perfect gift for everyone on your list. Now, I love the performance no-shows. They perfectly hug your feet. They are so comfortable. They don't fall down inside your shoes, which is like my number one gripe with socks. And I love them so much that one morning a couple weeks ago, mine were wet. They were in the wash. I forgot to put my clothes in the dryer. I took my Bombas to work and dried them in front of a space heater so I wouldn't have to wear another brand of socks. That is a true story. Give the good this holiday season with Bombas. Go to bombas.com slash upside and use code upside for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S.com slash upside, code upside for 20% off. Thank you to BetterHelp for being one of the sponsors of today's episode. Nothing is more important than your mental health. If you are blocked in the brain, if you can't get out of bed in the morning, if you can't focus on your work, your relationships, your self-care, if none of that is operating, then none of it is going to get better. And just like you go to the gym when you're feeling tired or worn down, you go see a doctor if something's hurting you, you talk to a therapist when things in your brain aren't clicking properly. BetterHelp is online therapy that has video, phone, and even live chat-only therapy sessions. You don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to with those. It is much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours hours. I am a huge believer in therapy. You know Kelly is as well, and we are happy to offer you 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash upside. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring our episode today. Do you ever wake up in the morning, roll over, grab your phone, and the first thing you do is check your credit score? 
Yeah, I didn't think so, because no one does that. But Chime does do that, and they do it for you. With their secure Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card, you can start to build credit with your own money. Chime reports your payments to credit bureaus to help you build your credit over time, which is really, really important. Their members see an increase of 30 points on average. That is huge. All of this with no annual fees, large security deposits, or credit checks to apply. So start your credit journey with Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at chime.com slash upside. That's chime.com slash upside. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Stride Bank NA pursuant to a license from Visa USA. Chime checking account and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply for the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Regular on-time payment history can have a positive impact on your credit score. Impact to score may vary and some user scores may not improve. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply, except at MoneyPass ATMs in a 7-Eleven or at any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. We appreciate our Upside partners, and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the Upside, visit CallieAndJeff.com. Our weekly newsletter um, yesterday was super awesome, and I took a little bit of a different turn with it because, you know, I, I always I try to do you, it a in different a, approach, a different approach to it. Arti- because- you, got arti- you exercised artistic freedom. I did. I did. And my thing was, first of all, I don't think I'm going to send one out next week. I'm going to take, you know, next Wednesday off. So this is like the last edition of the newsletter before we go on Thanksgiving break. And, you know, I wanted to like give people something that I felt was missing in the Thanksgiving prep space. Now tell me, Jeff Dollar, what normally like you log on to news sites every day and like yeah. today's show, whatever. What are some common reoccurring headlines that you see all the time about Thanksgiving right now? Obviously, cooking and recipes. Mm -hmm. So what foods to have, when, and how to organize them. That's up there a ton. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like travel is back in force this year. Mm -hmm. So they're talking about when to go to the airport, when to hit the road. You were telling me the other day about uh, foods that you can bring like some foods you're allowed to bring in mm-hmm. your carry-on, some you can't. So travel is big. Um, I feel like there's always stories about house guests, mm-hmm. how to to- like how to tolerate the cousin that you don't like, or how do you navigate a Thanksgiving dinner when the f- when the family is divided politically? There's the, yeah. what do they call like kicker stories? You know, kind of fun yeah. filler stories. Um, but they're all relatively the same, right? I mean, you go on yeah. like today's show, they've got the same it. thing as Good Morning America. Right. They're all the same. So it's like, you know what? This is missing. This is missing some like things that people go through that are never talked about, but a lot of us go through them. Okay. So here's what I put in the pick me up yesterday. Is one of them how to low key unbutton your pants after Thanksgiving dinner? No. Um, one of them was what to cook when you're by yourself on Thanksgiving, but you love Thanksgiving food. <laughs> That's a good one. So I put together, um, I found some awesome recipes online that were all like cooking for one and how you can make like a great turkey dinner for yourself and not have leftovers for like two months. Um, another one was 
when you're bringing dessert, but like you need it to be easy, like a fake it till you make it. Maybe somebody's like, oh, can you bring the dessert? And you're like, oh yeah, sure. And then you're like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you don't even have time to make dessert. So I picked out a couple of recipes that I found that are so easy. I read through them all. Great. Um, what to do when you want to flip the energy of Thanksgiving, like Thanksgiving to some people, one of my coworkers is like this, doesn't like Thanksgiving, doesn't like the food, doesn't like the thing. She's just not a Thanksgiving person. She's like, Oh, and I don't know if she's had like a traumatic Thanksgiving where she's just not, you know, it's like Chandler and friends. He hates Thanksgiving food, like won't eat Thanksgiving food. But I think that if you want to flip the energy, you can do that by doing something for someone else. And I know everybody says, oh, you could do a soup kitchen, you could volunteer, you could like donate food. I found something that is way better than that and we can all do it, whether we're trying to flip our energy or not. Um, Feeding America has a um, thing on their website where you can digitally write another family a Thanksgiving letter. Oh, that's cute. So when people are receiving their food for Thanksgiving, their donated food, it will come with a letter that people online have written. And it's just a form on the site. So you don't have to know people, just like a message of hope um, for someone else. That would be a really sweet thing to do with your kids leading up to Thanksgiving. Oh, totally. Um, so anyways, (laughs) it's in, it's in the pick me up. If you want it, I'll forward it to you. But, um, and also like, when you have to bring a gift and you don't know, or what about when you want to zen out and you've got a house full of people got solutions for that. So I put together like a little Thanksgiving SOS thing. And if you're not subscribed to the newsletter, but you are interested in this, shoot me an email, Callie at Callie and I'll forward it to you. But I was really, I thought that was really neat. That is really neat. And I, I, I think I know who would hate Thanksgiving. Who? You know who would hate Thanksgiving? If you grew up in a house where, where your mom was was the Martha Stewart of the neighborhood. And you had handcrafted centerpieces and 14 side dishes and two different types of turkey. And everything's the, perfect. Over the top, you know, the f- linens are, are fresh pressed and the whole house smells like pumpkin. And you just don't have that. That just doesn't, that just, that gene did, not, not, you. did not pass through to you. Uh, I could, I could see you. I could see hating Thanksgiving for that reason. So anyways, my more realistic guide to Thanksgiving, um, I will forward that to you if you email me, but I thought it was neat. Your three random things for today is sponsored by our friends at Cozy Earth. Go to callieandjeff.com slash sleep, and that link's going to get you 40% off at checkout on anything on their website, callieandjeff.com slash sleep. Do you know what kind of towels we have? We have the co- what kind of our cozy earth towels? Well, they have two. So they have the waffle ones, which is Oprah, Oprah's favorite, and then they have like the more traditional plush ones, and that's what we have. And no offense to Oprah, but ours are the Man. best. Well, I don't know. I haven't. I we don't have the waffle ones, so we can't compare. But they they trust me. They don't top whatever we have. Like I, what, our old towels that we had before were very old. Yes, and. I think it's one of those things where you don't realize until you have the new towel how old the old ones were. So you noticed I switched your towel out. I, yeah. And, and, the, and, the, and the old ones were. I didn't notice that there was anything wrong with them, but no. no. But now the, I have something to compare them to. I'm like, oh, my gosh. this I'm like drying myself off with a nap. This is so 
It's oh. like a little spa experience. I was about to say this is so cozy, but of course uh-huh. it is. Yeah. Uh, all right. Here's your first random thing for today. Earlier this week, I told you uh, about the young man who was told by his, his parents, if you want an Xbox, you just got to save your money. Mm-hmm. And when you get whatever hundreds of dollars, we'll go buy an Xbox. Mm-hmm. Nine years old, I think. He went and applied for a job yeah. as a as a dishwasher at a restaurant that was walking distance to his house. Yes. There is a kid in the United Kingdom who might be even smarter than that young man. The family had been talking about getting a puppy. And they were there was no nobody was convinced. Well, the kids were convinced, but mom and dad were it was still in process. Mm-hmm. And the uh the young man. You got to call him a kid. The kid. Young man makes you sound like my grandma. Oh, okay. Uh, his name is Noah. So I'll just call him little Noah. How Li- about just Noah? Okay. Noah was in the kitchen while mom was texting dad. And dad had gotten word of an eight-week-old Cocker Spaniel puppy. And mom said, that's great but we haven't talked through it yet. We have a lot to think about. They're going back and forth, mm-hmm. right, on uh, a phone call. Noah hears the whole thing. Mom leaves the room. Conversation's over. 30 minutes later, mom leaves the room to go do some laundry. Noah picks up the phone and texts his dad and says, hi, hun, I've been thinking about <gasps> it. We should get the puppy. Oh, my gosh. Dad comes home. With a puppy. Mom says, what is this? Why are you, you just, we just decided no. He's like, no, we said yes. She scrolls back in her text messages. Noah brokered the deal. Dad thought it was mom. Genius. Puppy gets out. Your second random thing is helping others without expecting anything in return stimulates the reward centers in your brain. So kindness boosts your health and your happiness. Here's what else it can help with, including, by the way, depression, a longer life, lower blood pressure, pain reduction, and more happiness. It can also help with, uh, like I said, depression and lowering your stress. So be nice. Yesterday, I let somebody in front of me hit the Starbucks drive-thru line, and I feel like that drastically improved my entire day. It literally, it literally <laughs> activates th- things in your brain. Uh, did they wave to you? No. So it was it, an unrequited favor. That's it was, fine. but I had time to sit there and think about. It. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe, I can't believe you didn't acknowledge this. Like, I, 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 you know. And then I said, well, who knows? Maybe they're having a tough day. Who knows what's on their mind? I. I became okay with it. And for the rest of the day, I just, it felt better. So, all right, here's your third random thing. Uh, here's a list of the top 10 most hated office buzzwords uh, in reverse order. Number 10, make it happen. Nine, take away. Eight, proactive. Seven, going forward. Six, reach out. Five, circle back. I think that's my number one. I hate that one. And I find it really hard to not use it, that's when I find myself deleting all the time in an email. Let's circle back and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Number four, value added. Number three, take ownership. Number two, outside the box. And the number one most hated office buzzword is synergy. And those are your three random things. Sorry, lost it there for a second. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. 
most people learn about the upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. I had a situation the other day where I should have been that guy, but I wasn't that guy because I was trying to be nice. And I it, it pops into my mind once per hour that I should have spoken up. But I was at Publix and I was getting a sandwich. Pub sub, solid choice. Solid choice. And I just said all my ingredients. And then at the end, I said, and salt and pepper. And so he's going through the motion. It's not a complicated sandwich. Mm-hmm. And he's got the the salt and pepper shakers. They're like coffee mugs. You know what I mean? Those restaurant they're like ones. Tin, yeah, they're yeah. tin coffee. It looks they're, like what you would salt French fries with. Yeah. Well, he's got sitting to his right two salts and a pepper, and he double salted my sandwich. Mm. So I saw him salt it. And then I saw him pick up the other salt and salt it. And I said to him, I think you just salted my sandwich twice. And it was very confusing because it's not. He's like, what? And I'm trying to point and he says, you want more salt? And I'm like, no, you put salt on it twice. And in his mind, he's like, that doesn't even make any sense. I did. And finally he noticed that there were two salts and he's like, oh. So all he did was pick up some of the spinach that was on top Mm -hmm. and put it off to the side and put some new spinach on it. And I remember thinking, that's not going to help. And it didn't. Salty sandwich. Did you actually eat it? Yeah. I ate it because I hadn't eaten all day. And I I went to the grocery store to pick stuff up for for dinner that night. Let me just get a a wrap and I'll eat it in the car. Mm. But I regret not saying something because I would have been, I I didn't want to be the guy who's like, can you remake the whole thing? Yeah. I think you made the right choice. Hey, Jeff and Kelly. It is Lorna and Emma. Hi, from the uh, Independent Ground Coffee Shop. We just wanted to say thank you to you guys for partnering up with us for some free Coffee Fridays, spreading some coffee kindness out there in the Kennesaw area. We love when people come in and talk about the upside and the smiles on their faces when we tell them the coffee is free. Um, so we just wanted to say thank you and uh, tell you how much we appreciate it. Yeah. Emma loves you guys. So and she loves Ellie. And we're just so happy for y'all. And we hope you have a great Thanksgiving week. And we will talk to you later. Hey, guys. You were talking about your dogs and how they're annoying you, Jeff. I'm sorry. And Callie was talking about how Blair was, like, the perfect dog. Um, It just reminded me of two stories. So our dog, Jackson, he passed away last October, which I told you guys before. But he was, like, the angel perfect dog. And I'm not exaggerating when I tell you these, these stories. One time, it was New Year's Eve. He was probably five or six at the time and we'd gone out for New Year's, came home and the comforter was off of the bed and I always make the bed but it was completely off the bed and he had his little head down. He had gotten diarrhea and he knew he wasn't supposed to mess in the house so he pulled the covers off of the bed and tried to cover it. Bless his little heart. And then another time we came home and there was urine in the bathtub. He had jumped in the bathtub and went to the bathroom. And I felt so bad. Like, obviously, he had to go really badly. But what a little angel. I mean, what dog jumps in the nose to jump in the bathtub? Anyways, oh, I missed that little guy. Bye. 
I might be in the minority, but I sometimes really like the small little glitches where in the podcast, everything's not perfect because trust me, life is not perfect. We don't mind the mistakes. Hey, Callie and Jeff, it's Leslie in Centerville, Virginia, and I stopped the episode where you're just beginning to talk about what's annoying you about the dogs, but the barking, uh, I have two dogs that are fence aggressive, and they bark at other dogs even through windows, et cetera, et cetera, but I got them bark breaker collars. They're not the shock ones, because I don't like those, but they spray citronella, um, which they don't particularly care for that smell, and it stops them from barking to the point now that I can put the collars on them when I let them out back and I don't even have to turn them on. Just having the collar on is a deterrent enough to not bark a dog through the fence or a squirrel on the roof or whatever. But Citronella anti-bark collars, they're humane, they don't zap them and you still get the same effects. Anyway, good luck and happy Thanksgiving. Bye! What are your plans for today? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> but you did that yesterday. And I didn't finish it. <laughs>